Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Our Service. Uh, this is Steve-O, and I'm with our co-host for the time being, I always want to call you Cousin Brian, but it is uh, Brian <laughs> Summerall. You're in my phone you go ahead, Cousin you Brian. Go ahead, dude. I mean, Cousin Brian works. People people know. You know, I'm good with it. So well, You're in my phone. Uh, I just your, called how you. How was your week, man? It's good to talk to you again. Uh, it was good. We had... Um, we celebrated the birthdays. So uh, Stephen's birthday right, was actually. Wednesday. Lily's birthday is Saturday. So we did all that. Did the uh, the kid birthday party thing. We rented a, which is a kind of a cool thing that's come from COVID. Is mm-hmm. theaters now are starting to like that take like their really small theater, whichever auditorium that is, and right. you can rent it out as like a birthday party. And so oh, cool. you get your own little theater. You can bring your own food. You can do the set up a table in there for snacks and whatever. And then you're allowed a certain amount of like kids um, or whoever. And then, so you sit and watch a movie. It was, uh, it was actually pretty sweet. And it was. Now, did you do this for both their birthdays or is this yes. just for, for so Lily's or Bert's No, no, no. This is joint because their birthdays are three days apart. So until <laughs> they get really what, old. What date? What date do you, uh, is it, is it set in stone? Like, all right, honey, this is the day. Like we're gonna knock you up this day. I don't know. Um, oh, gotcha. Anyway, I just figured there was like one day, one day a year that you got lucky, and that was it. Yes. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I have sex about twice a year. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, you're above average, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> and that would get into which, why exactly what you're gonna talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, man, it was great. We, uh, we're still doing the, the joint birthday thing until, until the kids just absolutely refuse. Cause that's still, a, they're close enough in age right now that it's cool, but. Right. Invite both their friends and they kind of hang out and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When they hit, when they hit high school and Lily hates you and. Well, like, Steven's hey. going to really want to hang out with Lily and her yeah, friends. Absolutely. And she's not. All his friends are going to come over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess we have a joint birthday again. Let's go, ladies. <laughs> Celebrate. Hey, sleepover. Yeah, hey. exactly. No. No, 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 no. We're going to the hunting. Did you have a party, anybody? That's pretty much oh, what we've, awesome. we've kind of started that. So we did do that, actually, on Friday. We did hunt. So. Did you get anything? No, we saw a young, like a young buck and then some doe, but uh, I was really hoping there was a big buck that's been coming to this feeder. So we waited and nothing showed up. So we didn't get anything, but it was still a good time. Absolutely. We got more, more season to go. So. No, I just, I just, I, I love going, just being out in the, well, I don't know. Like when we went down to Arkansas and we went pig hunting, like sitting in a blind is not my style of hunting. No, it's, Um, it's, it's definitely people like laugh at it. Um, there it's a different kind of difficult, especially when yeah. you're like us, because you exactly. sitting there for four hours, dude, is not easy. No, I, especially like I remember hunting with my dad. Like my dad, when we would go hunt, we would walk, you know, a couple miles and find a meadow. And his way of hunting is just sit there, sit on a meadow, and wait for something to walk out. Yeah, and 
I cannot do it. I was, I mean, understand that like, you know, as little kids, we don't have the patience we have as an adult. And I, mean, sure. I don't have patience to, you know, it, also, I have agree. the patience of a four-year-old, mm-hmm. but like I constantly have to move. Like I'll watch a metal for like 10 minutes. I'm like, nothing and get up and just walk. And, but that's how I hunt. And I mean, I've been successful at it as long as you, you know, you can read the wind and stuff. And, and, and up here in the mountains, it's a little bit different hunting than, you know, down there on the plains. So yeah, I'm going to transition into what I wanted to talk about and let's do it. It it's, uh, it's been kind of bothering me. I've seen a couple things happen out here, like on Facebook and things locally. And, you know, I, 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 I live in a town of what, 2000 people. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not as it, we still have good work ethic up here and, and a lot of high school kids still want to work and stuff. My, my thing is I've seen on Facebook and this happened here recently. We have a, a meat processor that he got injured. So like if you kill a game animal an elk or a deer or whatever antelope, you, you bring it to him and he'll, he'll butcher it for you. And sure. Uh, you come pick up the meat and he got uh, injured. He got hurt and he couldn't find help to begin with to help him process these animals. And, He's like the only guy in town, one of the only guys in town that, d- that does this. And, you know, it's from basically middle of August until whenever they can get all the meat done, right? So it's not a full-time job, but he can make quite a bit of money doing it. Sure. And I've taken my animals to him, and he does a great job. And he, uh, like I said, he got injured. And there was a thing on Facebook, and it was a thing in Sublet County which, you know, like, you know, different, fa- like different counties have Facebooks where, you know, the Sublet County rant and raves or, you know, whatever. Right. And this person uh, put a rant on there about this guy and, you know, basically saying that, you know, he came in and this meat was supposed to be done and it wasn't and it was, you know, terrible, blah, 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 and just going off on this guy. Well, then, you know, he wrote a, re- you know, a reply to this saying, Listen, man, when you dropped this off, I told you I was injured. I didn't know when I could get to it. You dropped it off anyway, and then you're angry at me when I didn't meet your timeline that I told you that I probably couldn't meet anyway. And nice. It's and <laughs> right? And I don't understand. Everyone knows right now no one can find help. And I don't know the reason why. I, man, and it seems I like after either, COVID. Dude. Right? And, you know, people are are crying for, you know, more money. You know, they deserve more weight, you know, better wages and blah, blah, which, which may be true. You know, I, I haven't been in a, I mean, I work construction in the winter. Then I guide in the summers and I'm a little bit, you know, I, I'd service and my bosses run into this a lot where they can't find help. And if you're a skilled laborer, man, they, they pay you well to keep you because they can't find help. And I don't know why after COVID, I can't say really after, right? It's still ongoing because we have all these variants coming out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shit's never going to end. No, it's never going to end. Um, but I don't understand why people can't, like, why people aren't going back to work. See, I don't I know, know where they live off. Because they're well, not I even on, they're not on, so they stopped. The, the uh, Well, what I thought was the problem originally was the, uh, the government was giving you the like the bonus, like the COVID unemployment bonus, which I think was necessary right. for a short period of time, especially in those states Agreed. where they like legitimately won't let you go back to work. Sure, right. okay, that that seems fair. That seems like one of the reasons why you would have like unemployment. So, 
Right. I get that. But then, like, that doesn't exist anymore, I think, in almost any state. Now, maybe California or some of the really, really dumb states that um, right. are still preventing people from working, but it sure as hell isn't in Wyoming, and it's not in Texas. No. And, dude, nobody right. – and- nobody. I see wanted signs everywhere. Nobody yeah. – it's like, where the hell did they go? Did, well, I mean, like, where are all the people? They didn't die. No, they didn't. They sure shit didn't die because <laughs> COVID right. only kills like point zero one percent Yeah, anyway. but like I, I don't understand it either because it's like a lot of these jobs, like one of the the local coffee shops here, like I, you know, the, like the just the little stands that you drive up to and you order your yeah. coffee. Like yeah. the other day, I don't drink coffee, but my wife loves, Brianna loves this, uh, this chai, mm-hmm. chai tea yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, it's great. And so I, I got up early and went to go get her some, and there was like 10 cars just waiting. And there was one lady working in there. And I was like, holy cow, like, where, where's all the help? Like, and she's like, well, none of the high school kids want to work anymore. And after COVID, they, they realized they didn't have to, I guess, or something. I don't know. I yeah, just see, I don't understand. I don't, that's interesting because maybe, maybe that's part of it because it's definitely the – like the super low end job, like entry level, mm-hmm. like the entry level right. positions that are really hurting. Um, that's where you, like restaurants, fast food restaurant stuff. And so I don't know if it's that like the young, the kids that were normally occupying these jobs. I don't know if their parents are just not making them right now. And they're just like, oh, well, you know, better states than sorry. Or if they just figured right. out like a minimalist lifestyle where they're like, you know what? I don't really need to drive and I don't really need to work. Right. Well, you know, I, you like, know, I mean, for us, we always, we worked so that we had enough money to like go do stuff, buy stuff or, you know, gas in your car. And now it's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't get me started on gas. Well, right. So it's like, well, if you're not going to use any of that and you're just like, eh, screw it, you know, we're just going to go outside and walk around. Then I, guess, you, you know, I maybe? made a big, you know, two years ago, I made a huge, huge change in my lifestyle. I mean, I was, I was in the oil field making great money, you know, doing all that stuff in COVID. We, they, they shut the shop down and I kind of had to find a new life path. And, you know, I, I don't make near the money that I used to, but I'm happier. And maybe that's it. Maybe people just kind of realize that maybe I was just working my life away from nothing. Right. You know, but you know, I, I still work. I still work. I know, but they, know, exactly. They have to still, <laughs> they still have to make money. They don't all have like yeah, trust where, funds. Where's their income coming from? That's, I guess my thing. And I guess too, like, I don't understand how people are treating people who are trying to make a living in a service industry. Cause service is hard. Like, I, I don't know if you've oh, yeah. waited tables I or waited tables for five years, brother. Mm-hmm. I waited like, a lot of tables. You get a lot of people and, and it's just like guiding too. You get, 98% of your clients are rock stars and awesome and fun to take out and you have a great day. And then you have 2% that just ruin it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just assholes. But I've noticed more and more that people are being extremely rude to people in the service industry. Dude. And I, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're good, dude. I just like, uh, like that guy ranting on Facebook about this guy. When what's he this told guy's you name? What's his, what's his food problem? What happened to him, by the way? Like, do you know what kind of injury? Being so like, I guess really what weird. happened, and this is, this is through the grapevine, right? So it's obviously not firsthand, but apparently he had some neighbors that were having a very, lo- uh, very, very loud party. And apparently they were meth heads. And oh. he went over and was like, dude, 
turn the music down or shut it off. And I'm sure he wasn't like, excuse me, sir, would you please turn? I'm sure he was like, hey, asshole, keep it down. And they beat the ever-living tar out of him. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not a good sign. when It's not good to pick on tweakers that it can't feel anything for the next three days. (laughs) That's not not a fight you want to fight. Or remember. No, exactly. I don't. You know. Did we get in a fight? I don't know. Why are my knuckles all bloody? I have no idea, dude. I don't know. Hey, pass the pipe. All right. So no. that's crazy. So what's his what's his stuff? Give him a I mean nobody listens to the uh, podcast. Scott's meets. Uh Scott's meets up here in Pinedale. And the guy does a great job. Scott's He's done a great meets. job for Yep, Scott's meets. Wow. There's some jokes yeah. there, I think. There <laughs> there is. But I'm not gonna put them out there. Available mm. for that one. I'm sure there are, and we could, I mean, we could capitalize on that. I'm sure. Good for him. But yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, he, he did a great job for me. And I mean, I took my elk to him this year. Um, and I'm, that was, I think it was before his injury, but yeah, I mean, he, it was within nine days I had my elk back. So, I mean, he, he did a great job. That's super fast. Yeah. He did a great job for me. And I mean, but like when I, when you turn in an animal, you don't like, I don't no. expect, expect it back in like a day. Like, geez, you didn't get it done in 24 hours. What the hell's wrong with you? No, dude, we have a place. The place I take my stuff, my deer to, it's it's used by a lot of people. And it's, it's mm-hmm. they have a really good reputation. So, but you, I mean, even in the beginning of the season, I shot a doe with your bow that you gave me. And, oh, and I, man, I got it back in like three weeks. That's the, that's the fastest I've ever gotten deer back from them. Usually it's like six oh, really? to twelve weeks. So you just you just know, especially if you if you drop a deer off I think towards the end of the season, they're so backed up, and they tell you they say the same thing. They're like, listen, you understand this is going to be like at least two months, right, before you get your food, right? And you just have to understand, like, you just have to know. But I will say, I th- my th- I think because I get frustrated, and I was a, it's not just with like it's not restaurants, it's everywhere, and I don't like hearing the the whole well, it's because of COVID or it's the supply chain. Right. Like I, although right. that doesn't make it less true, it's still a thing, it's still a factor. Mm-hmm. But I do think everyone's just pissed. I think everyone's annoyed at everything. We've got the we've got this, you know, president of ours that's not doing not leading great he he's not inspiring any kind of like confidence in our country right now i don't care i really don't don't think it matters what side of the aisle you're on unless you're far 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 left i guess um i feel like they don't even like him anymore um right but then also just gas prices are up inflation is all as an all-time high highest it's been in 40 years I think everybody's just kind of pissed. And then when you, you're just like the, it, every it's, it's affecting every aspect of our daily life. So I think it's just, Mm -hmm. it's boiling over. And I I agree, but the dude at the coffee shop didn't make inflation go up. You know what I mean? Like, of course, of course, it's not an excuse as to, it doesn't make it okay. I just think that that's mm-hmm. why it started. Cause I agree with you. It does seem like people are on edge more and they're actually being, even though we Vocal all know there's it. shortages, they're even being they're being harder on those businesses. And yeah. I have seen and noticed those, but and maybe that's why. Not that it's okay or that it it doesn't make sense. It's just I, I don't know. That's my only that's the only thing I can come up with as to why people would just be like just raging on these damn baristas and right. different or random just people. People who are trying to trying to make a living. You know, <laughs> and 
The only caveat I, I would say is if, and this guy didn't do this, but I, I think some businesses are kind of hurting and they're, and mm-hmm. then they're shooting themselves in the foot because they're not telling people like, right. hey, like it would be so different if he was like, yeah, of course, man, I can have, how, oh yeah, two weeks, easy. And right. knowing that he can't, right? Just because he right. needs the money, or doesn't want to say no to the to the business, and he didn't do that. He's doing the right thing, and I think most of them are. But I could see that that would be a mistake if you were yeah. a business. That's like the last thing you want to do, right? And I, like I said, I know people are like screaming for higher wages, you know, like McDonald's. But if I remember right, like McDonald's is now making like you start at like fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. And when I was a kid, and then I date myself, you know, it's not like I'm 70. When I was a kid, yeah, you know, I was, <laughs> <laughs> like I I worked at a at a at a ranch, like a full blown ranch, doing hard physical labor for five bucks an hour. Yeah, and I was happy, and obviously prices were lower and things like that. And but all my money went straight to fuel because I lived so far out of town that I had to drive in every day, and so I just basically had to fill up my vehicle every two days so you know but that was when gas was like i don't know dollar dollar ten a gallon man so i mean so i guess my my thing i was thinking about is what's the solution how how do you get people who don't want to work back into the workforce like you there has to come a breaking point right where obviously i'm not i can't pay my rent i can't pay my mortgage i can't buy groceries like i have to start working right Mm mm-hmm there has to be right because i i was on unemployment and i know i couldn't make a living or you know live comfortably or anything on unemployment right so what's the solution how do you get people to come back into the workforce so that other people aren't like they're losing their patience because they go to a restaurant they wait an hour and a half for their food or whatever um come on uh, steven fix the world well, I know one one thing is you you stop paying them. Agreed. You stop paying well, them to not had, do right? anything. Well, yeah, they're not getting the extra. But, you know, we, we had stimulus checks. We've had all kinds of stuff. And mm-hmm. I just, I, as far as the, now I'm not saying that that's, that's all, the, all, that's the only reason and it's all Biden's fault or anything. I'm just, it's, you got to stop that stuff and you can't let it ha- come back. So right. you can't. But like I don't know I I don't know anything about the Build Back Better thing I know it's like three oh, trillion dollars and there's a lot of stupid stuff a, in it. It's a scam. Is but how I look at it. If if it's got anything in there about like paying high raising unemployment anything like that that the dollar amounts, then you cre- you truly are creating a uh, a a citizenship I guess or a citizen citizenry. You're creating people mm, that are I, dependent on the government. And, yes. and you're only going to, it's only going to get worse. And so I don't, I mean, that's the one solution or one thing. I don't, that's not a end all be all solution. Um, I guess you could cut off unemployment completely. Um, right. But there because are there's people, a lot of, like, there's a lot of bullshit scams going on too. Cause like I get them now where you get, I'll get, and I have a bunch of small business owner friends that get the same thing and they have like, dude, I can't find people to hire, but then they'll get 50 applications and one of the 50 will show up or even answer their phone for an interview. Yeah, because they're just they're just doing it so they can keep collecting unemployment, right? Exactly. Yeah, you have yeah. to show that you're actively trying to find a job. So I don't know if you like make the kind of tighten that down. I don't really I don't really know. I don't know how you would or how you sh- 
you know, keep that from being so easy to just kind of fake, but right. I don't know. And I think too, like, you know, to help people in the service industry now, you know, they're out there trying to make a living. And that's, you know, when I go into a restaurant or if I go in anywhere, like it's kind of my mindset is I've kind of prepared myself, right? Like, all right, it might take a while. Like we may not get the best service. You know, these people might be run ragged. They may not have anything, but you kind of go in with that mindset already prepared, right? Like, you know, I always, sure, kind of, yes. I'm going to be kind, right? Like I get it. I've been there. I've been in that position. I was a waiter. You know, I still work in the service industry. Like I've been there. Just be kind to people, you know? And right. You know, need to go watch, you need to go home and watch Ted Lasso. Exactly. You need to go home, right? watch Ted Lasso, and then while you're feeling good about yourself, then go out to eat. Right. Go on a good mood. Yeah. And, you know, don't, don't go out all pissed off and knowing that, like, my food hasn't been here in 20 minutes. What's going on back there? Well, sorry, sir. We don't have any cooks. <laughs> There's one guy back there doing his best. I don't but, understand. You know. It's so annoying. It's so annoying, but it is, I mean, it's very, you're right. Like you have to like go out there prepared. You have to go out and kind of give yourself a mental like pep talk of, okay, there's no one one out here working. (laughs) Yeah. And and the the people who are there are trying to do a good job. They're not out there just like, Oh, I'm going to half ass it today. Cause they can't. They're the only ones there half the time. Yeah, exactly. They're, they have all these people watching them. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's, it is frustrating, and I think I don't. I think most people are aware of this now. But man, leaving bad reviews on stuff on companies and on businesses is absolutely. It can. It's very serious, and it's yeah. a big deal. And I'm I'm glad that even like on Google and on like Google Maps and different things, like you can the business can rebuttal. I think it's perfect what he said, what mm-hmm. Scott's Meats said, um, because that's you have to be able to give your side of the story a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But dude, that stuff is, that's brutal. It can really affect because people, I mean, there's more and more studies shown that people look at and rely on these Google reviews, all this stuff to make buying decisions. And so when yeah. they see these, man, it's, it's ridiculous. That's I a, know that's at our shop, at our fly shop, one of our guides got a bad review. You know, someone went on and, you talked to the guy and he's like, dude, I, from what I knew, like after that, I thought they were coming back. He's like, you know, cause they did, they hit it. Right. And then yeah, yeah. they just left a scathing review and our shop was like, absolutely. Like our owners were absolutely pissed about it. And you're like, well, I mean, I get it. You're, you're mad. And it's like, but the guy had no idea. He thought they were having a good time. Yeah. That's, 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 and that's the, the bullshit behind it because it's, it's such a big deal that it should be, seen as a last resort and i'm not saying you gotta go up there and throw five stars on everything but man you should tell their owner or like complain to the owner or complain to the store and then if they don't do a damn thing about and they blow you off okay then leave a review but to to not say a word that's stupid that sucks well and that's you know what, what mike tyson said like people like social media has made people very comfortable with saying bad things to about people like not to their face and not getting yeah, punched yeah. in the face about it yeah yeah like people people are so fake a lot of times because they don't they don't have the testicular fortitude you know put that out there yeah the gumption uh, to actually say 
what they're feeling to somebody because they're afraid it might start an argument or, or a confrontation. Yeah. And I think, I think people, more people need to, and as, as I'm saying, people don't need to be rude. <laughs> I'm saying people need to, you know, speak up a little bit sometimes if, if you're having a bad experience, but not because of lack of personnel. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah, if the yeah, service yeah. person was like, what the hell do you want? You know, if, if they were rude to you, then speak up and be like, yo, what's your deal? Yeah, but, exactly. It's not like the, okay, well, you know, they're, they're short staffed or whatever. It doesn't mean that if they're not, if they're a dick that you, there's not such thing as bad service right now. So right. yeah, you should, but man, leaving reviews is, should be taken very serious. I think some people just get on there and bitch and moan. Not really well, yeah, the, considering how big a deal that really is, especially to small businesses, like really small businesses. Dude, right. most people look at them if they've never heard of Scott's Meats, and they're like, damn, I don't know where I'm going to go to get my elk you know, processor. And they look up meat processor, and they see Scott's Meats. They're like, that's kind of a funny name. And even one bad review, like, ah, oh, no, I'm not going to go there. I mean, I'm guilty you, of it, you too. Don't, like, you don't know ahead. anything. You're not local. You don't know. Like, you don't know. Yeah. It's a big and I'm, I'm guilty of it. I've, I've looked up, you know, parts and you're looking to buy something online Hell and you look yeah. at the reviews, right? And you'll see like 99, you know, five star reviews. And there's that one that's a one star. And you're like, well, let me click on that one. Let me see what that says. I don't want to <laughs> see what the other 99 that said, this is a great product. I love it. I can't live without it. I got to <laughs> see what this one bad, this one bad thing about it. What, 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 what happened to this guy? You know, and it's human nature. Yeah, we look, absolutely. What's that one? You you build a thousand bridges, and uh, oh, I can't remember the rest of it. Uh, you build a thousand bridges, and uh, you blow up, or you 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 hit a one kid in your car, and you're a child killer your whole life. Yes, I've I've like, never heard that one, but I've heard one with no. <laughs> much. Yeah, I've definitely never heard that. Um, but. You know what I mean? Like you've done all these good things and there's this one negative thing that you've done and everyone focuses on that uh -huh. negative. No, I'm completely, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like I understand okay. the analogy. Uh, I just well, don't, I know, just you, don't you have mean, a lot of child killer so analogies. No, I haven't heard it. I just can't. I'm not going to say what the version I heard was much different. Oh, oh, uh, gotcha. Probably the same version I heard and I was trying to class it up for the radio. Oh, okay. That's what you're doing. Yeah. All right. This is a yeah. podcast, sir. This is not the radio. <laughs> Sorry, podcast. My bad. All right, so, uh, well, yeah, man, I, I totally agree with you on that, and I want to kind of, I think that I know part of the problem why people are being a little more bitchy than uh, they used to. Mm, because they have more, uh, they more have, women hormones. Yes, I believe. Uh, so I saw this article the other day, and I wanted to kind of bring it onto the show, and it is a... Uh, there's actually a few different versions, but I believe the main one I saw, I saw like the headline was a Forbes magazine article. Mm -hmm. I don't subscribe to Forbes, but, and it is, it says you're not the man your father was. So that kind of got my attention, but essentially mm -hmm. we are, there is a study. There was a study done actually in 2007 and then it's only been kind of re- I guess reinforced since then. Um, it was a 2007 study called in the journal of clinical endocrinology and metabolism. Ooh, so like a real medical journal. You, fancy yeah, I words. I know I said endocrinology correctly. Mm. Um, it, it is. Thank you. And so I've got a degree 
And we <laughs> said, uh, basically, the in the U.S., there's been a substantial drop in men's testosterone levels since the 1980s, with average wow. levels declining by 1% per year. This means, wow. for example, that a 60-year-old man in 2004 had tes- testosterone levels I got endocrinology, but I did not get testosterone right. Damn it. <laughs> it was a tough one. Te-he, te-he, the. So a old man in 2004 had testosterone levels 17% lower than those of a 60-year-old man in 1987. So How much lower? 17.17. Wow. I know. That's so crazy. Double digits. So we so the article goes on to talk about like, you know. So the biggest thing is why. So not only that, but European studies have found that sperm counts are dropping. Um, there's a decline in muscular skeletal strength among men. Huh. I know we're getting, there's just a bunch of, bunch women, of wusses, bunch of babies. In a 2016 wow. study, the average 20 to 34 year old man, that's neither one of us. So we whew, made it out of there. Uh, could apply 98 pounds of force with a right-handed grip down from 117 pounds made by a man of the same age in 1985. Wow. So though grip strength isn't necessarily, I didn't go down this rabbit hole, but I wanted to so bad. It says the grip strength isn't necessarily a proxy for overall fitness. It's a strong predictor of future mortality. Yeah, I've heard that. Like Grip strength is like basically if you have a really strong grip, you're going to live forever. And if you have a really weak grip, you're going to die at like 20. What fucking planet did you hear that on? I, I just, I've just known, I, I don't remember where I heard it, but I've heard that grip strength. So is, you're not kidding. You actually did hear this. I'm 100%. And okay. I cannot remember if I read it or saw it somewhere. But yeah, that grip strength has a lot because it has something to do with your heart muscles and basically just your, yeah, your overall right. muscle. And it's, uh, it's a huge uh, predictor of how, how long you're going to live. Dude, so what go ahead and hit that room. Dude, I wanted to click on that so bad, and I was like, no, I'm running out of time. i got to read this article. Um, now it says almost highly Yeah, dude, it is. It's something about the heart, non-CV mortality, something, something. I'll have to go back. That's another episode. Yeah. All right, so... So the big question is why, like why the testosterone? So there's, I found a couple different articles and there's two kind of big players, mainly women are evil. That's one of yeah, them. 100%. We knew that. Well, yeah, exactly. That's no science needed there. No. Nope. Um, so one was not the women thing. That was a joke for and women. <laughs> for listen to women this. listeners? For Renee, who <laughs> what listens up, once, once every three years. Um, well, she hates the show anyway. She so. does, and she, she listens to Bash It. Um, right. I'm surprised she doesn't leave with us a really bad evil review. Mm, um, she should. So the downward trends, so basically it's incredibly complicated. There's a thousand different factors that could be the problem. Um, mm-hmm. But higher rates of, of obesity, because yep. obesity, the fatter you are, it suppresses your testosterone. Right. No, just being away, overweight because being really, really overweight is terrible for your health. Yes, and 100%. People now want to call that fat shaming, but it's not. It's science. No, it's not. Um, you're being what, what is it? What is, what is about being honest now is you're shaming people and you're you're belittling them, and it's like no, like Brian. What when, I want to ask you is what is truth? 
Oh my God. Are we mm-hmm. going to go down this one? What is really truth here? What is honesty? Oh. All right. He, she. Exactly. Just calm down. So, uh, the maybe also another one, which I thought was just kind of interesting. They also think it could be low linked to the lower rates of smoking in men because nicotine is a potent, I don't know how to say that word, aromatase, aromatase, whatever, aero, write this shit down and tell me how to say it. A R O M A R O M A. T A S E. Aromatase? Aromatase? Something like that. Is there a little accent over the E? No, there's no accents be... over the E. Okay. And then it wouldn't be aromatase. It would just be aromatase. Aromatase. Yeah. But great. Aromatase? Good job. Okay. Anyway, we got it. We're getting through Continue. it. Continue. Uh, yeah. So they're saying, which I thought was kind of crazy. So I guess nicotine can actually help raise testosterone. So going right. back to the Marble Red, Marble Man had, had it right. Hey, you, you heard it, man. Light yeah. them up. Start, start to smoke. And then many observers put more weight on increased exposure to, env- and I think this is a big one, the environmental toxins such as pesticides, parabens, and chemicals common in household products like, oh God, phthalates. Phthalates <laughs> and bisphenol. You dove in a. a little too deep on this. I know. Damn it. But it is so this huge is one. Fun. This is great. I love hearing you try to pronounce words. Oh, we should just damn. make an episode of this. I'll just go through the dictionary and find a whole bunch yeah, of just words. Just go find a bunch of medical you... terms. And yeah. Like medical, like chemicals. Chemicals are yeah. just insane. Like all the yes, shit in your food and then trying to actually pronounce Ooh, that's all of it. That's another one, crazy. though. That might be. Yeah, that's uh, okay. You know, so that's like, that's a huge one in the next article or the other article, and I I think that's a huge a, a big one. And they call them. Um, hold on, I gotta find the other, the word for it now. Oh God, it's Here it's easier. Go. Xenoestrogens. Ooh, so basically the hormones they pump into meat. Yep, and food, and they also think xeno. Uh, a big one is like uh, plastics. So plastic water bottles. Huh. That can leach, you know, how they like BPA free, right. you know, for a while that wasn't a thing. And so they think a lot of it could be that. So essentially, um, xenogens, xenoestrogens are fake. They, your body thinks it's estrogen, but it's not actually estrogen. So it kind of screws up your body thinking of them as, and so they're common in our world. These environment toxins mimic estrogen and impact our body chemistry in subtle yet significant ways. Yeah. So it's, it's basically means that your body kind of freaks out. You lower it. You have too much estrogen or it thinks it has too much estrogen. So uh, when really high estrogen levels will lower your testosterone and it just jacks everything up basically. Well, I like, I guess too, like I wonder if, uh, you know, environmental as in because there's this giant push towards like uh, toxic masculinity, right? Where mm-hmm. as a as a man, you're not supposed to act like a man. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to be violent. You're not supposed to. And I say violent. I mean, I don't mean it like we're gonna go beat the hell out of each other, but like or like beat your wife or anything like that. But like, just you know, I play rugby, and a lot of the guys I play rugby with, I would consider to be alpha male type. Right. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're aggressive. Mm-hmm. We, we like it. There's something about 
beating, getting beat up, beating up people, like hitting people, being competitive. Um, yep. Like all of that is linked back to testosterone. And it is. And I think we're losing that. You know, you, you see a lot of these kids now, they don't even want to play sports. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to be, everyone's a winner, right? There's, there's no consequences and it, and it takes away that competitive edge because nothing drove me more competitively than getting beat and being like, dude, I've got to step up my game. I've got to get better. I've got to work harder. I've got to, you know, bring myself to that next level so I don't get beat again. Okay, but so you know? is that the kids or is that the environment that's causing that? I think it's environment, right? Yeah, because I would so because why would you play a game if if or why, like so I think most guys and girls, most people are there's competitiveness inside them, mm-hmm. but when you can't lose, no matter what you do, that's a boring ass game. Like nobody's that's why they don't want to play sports. It's like well, let me let me guess. We all play and we all win. Meh. Oh, uh, grape snow cone. I get another grape snow cone because I lost. Or we go, you know. I don't know where you pulled that out of, but yes. Um, but yeah, no, you know, that's, that's part of it though, is, is, is being beaten. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've lost a lot of things, not to you necessarily, but you know, most things to other people. No, but you know, it's, it's one of those things. And I think too, um, going to the gym, like you see less and less people, I guess for me, I mean, just going to this new gym of mine, like nobody God, goes. Yeah, you go to a ghost town gym, asshole. So great. I feel like the rock. Like I have my own personal yes. gym. <laughs> yeah. Way uglier and smaller than the rock, but yes. Yes. And l- way less successful. Same here. I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat you are. Um, <laughs> We're not billionaires. Nope. Not uh, even close. But no. Okay. So the, the article, the, the Forbes article is really good. Um, and it does go into a little bit of that. So the confusion of what masculinity means today is reflected in the conflicted feelings of males now coming of age. Most American millennials, which is, I think, both of us are on the cusp. I don't really know. Um, I'm a, I'm what they call an exennial, but I don't want to get into that because okay, you're yeah, telling me right. wrong. No, you're because I'm. I think I'm technically the first or second year, so there's like a blur there. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it's like from like eighty to eighty-five, something like that. Yeah, because I'm eighty-six. So I think technically I'm just a millennial. Then I've, but I've read it that, yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. so it says American millennial men <laughs> report feeling pressure to project traditional image of manhood characterized by traits like toughness, uh, self-reliance, hypersexuality. But when asked if they wish to emulate the characteristics themselves, the majority do not. A separate hmm. survey asked men to rate themselves on a scale of completely masculine to completely feminine. Only 30% of 18 to 29-year-olds chose completely masculine. Really, and I think that that like I think that is just a a very poor or a, a a misconception of what masculinity even fucking means. Because agreed, it kills me when you like. I think that's the biggest fallacy. Of this toxic masculinity movement is that toxic masculinity isn't masculinity at all. You're being a complete piece of shit. That's not being Agreed. masculine. That just means you're an idiot. You're a douchebag. Like you're not, that's not being masculine. We all know plenty is, of those. Like, right. And being masculine does like, that's not what being a man is. You'd be like, wow, look at that. He's such a man right now. He's just slapping that woman straight across the face. <laughs> and then he took a dump <laughs> exactly. on that old person's porch. Like, 
No. Oh, what a man. Yeah. Like, no, I would be like, no. High five that that guy. That kid acts like he's a child. Like, that's a child. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, it does say that. So 30% there as compared to 65% of men over 65. Well, of course, they just, they, because they have a better, more normal conception of what masculinity is. Masculinity is. But that's also like what, you know, the media and and everything Mm -hmm. is being portrayed to these kids is. If you know if they're they're limelighting this toxic masculinity, they're saying this is what a man is, and they're portraying that every man is this way, right. and it's not because you know, all like, of all guys want to be men. All boys want to grow up and be a man, and then you're right, every, like, dad, oh, every boy wants to be like his father. Yes, you know, to most a point. of the time. Yes, you're right. You know, like I mean, at least you know. I, I know there's a lot of you know a lot of dads out there that don't don't do a, a whole lot for their kids or Bags treat them bad shit. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, but in, in the most way, you know, generally speaking, most, most kids look at their father as kind of that heroic. Hell figure. yeah, absolutely. Of course. Right. And so that's, you know, a lot of young men, a lot of young boys, that's what they want to do. They want to grow up to be like their dad. Right. Yeah. And as a father, that's what I'm trying to, to, I'm trying to be that figure for my son, you know? Right. And so, but then you have social media and, and the media, you know, TV and all that stuff saying, no, you have to be the super sensitive. You have to, you know, basically let go of all those urges that man, and you have to nurture and you have to cuddle and you like, you can't ever discipline. Right. No. And I, I, so I, I get what you're saying. And I think what I think's interesting um, and this actually, the article kind of very briefly goes into it and I kind of feel the same way. And I'm, I feel like it was even like in a church sermon one day, like not the whole sermon, but he mentioned it. And then I've, I feel like I've read it before that like, um, I think I even saw it was like a quote from Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. It talks about like societies, right? And there's a pendulum. There's like, it's, it swings. Oh yeah. yeah, back yeah. Forth. So like weak men create hard times, hard times, hard times, create strong men, strong men create. Good times. Good times. Good times create weak men. So it's right. just a, it's a cycle, right? So in this article, it talks about um, the, so it talks about like the men, you know, they, they can't even identify as being masculine. So um, says uh, all these social and cultural changes have also left millennial women in uncharted waters, saying that leaving them, that basically they're more, face of the dating pool where partners are of equal education and status are harder to come by, leaving them waiting for men to catch up or deciding to go it alone. They aren't men. One woman told uh, Philadelphia magazine flatly they're boys. So it says it's a sign of a long-term generational reversal. When boomer women were coming of age, they wanted kinder, gentler men in touch with their feelings. Now millennial mm-hmm. women are starting to yearn for guys who can man up, quote unquote, man up and take care of business. So I think right. that you're starting to see, it'll be interesting to see what, what other generations, but you're starting to see where it's like, I mean, you talk to women, I mean, like, yes, like this whole toxic crap, but they, they don't want bags of garbage, but they, man, I don't know. It's just, I feel like you do see women, you talk to them and they're like, I don't want. I don't want you to, I don't want to have to feel like I need to protect you. I don't want to be the big spoon. I want to be the little spoon. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to. I don't want to be the sheepdog of this family. Exactly. You've got to protect us. Like, if somebody, like, breaks into our house, your ass better get up and get it. I don't want to do that. 
Like, sure, I can, I, yeah, I can take a trash out every once in a while or something. That's cool. It's whatever. I'm a woman. I'm strong. I can pick up the trash, but I don't want to go fight some burglar. You dick. You need to do it. You grab the gun, you idiot. Go. Right. With a baseball bat or something. But like I, I, I saw a study or read one about women. They did a study on what women found attractive at certain uh, levels of their hormones. Mm-hmm. And like when they were ovulating, like when they were like, ah, oh, it's time to get pregnant. They found men with more masculine features, like a square jaw and pronounced eyebrows and, uh, or brow line, not eyebrows, um, more attractive during the ovulation period. And then when they were off that ovulation period, they found men with more feminine features, more attractive. Hmm. So what, what they're what they're thinking is is that back in caveman days or whatever it was was sure you know they they wanted this big you wanted your offspring your especially male offsprings to be masculine big strong protectors but then once those those men who tend to have square jaws and pronounced brow lines and all that stuff like tend to not want to stay around uh they they tend to we want to go conquer Exactly. And then they wanted these men with more feminine features as they married them. Like that was the the, the partner for long term because they would be there for the children to yeah, help the, raise the gay them. buddy. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so men who have these masculine features were basically, like you said, conquerors, you know, Genghis Khan, Alexander the Great, like all these guys who were mm-hmm. men. You know, that went out and, you know, I'm sure pillaged and raped and spread their seed, but. Yeah, wow. Uh, we didn't have to go. We didn't have to talk about the seed <laughs> part. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, women, women are being, or, or, and maybe it has changed since this study came out, but women were finding men with more feminine features more attractive. Yeah, oh, I've and, seen that part. I've seen those kind of studies for sure. And that could, like you said, women are evil. So therefore, that's what's changing us. <laughs> Always bringing it back on them. I like it. That's right. This is a this is a podcast of men, so we can't go against. You know, of course, we're gonna go against the women. No, he men, woman. No, I think. Yeah, thank you. I think. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's crazy. I do think diet has a huge part of it. I think we do have a lot of preservatives, a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, you're, we're seeing more and more that like autistic children and how massive mm-hmm. their diet can affect their whole personality. So mm-hmm. I think, and then of course, yes, there are, there are these xenoestrogens. There are, those aren't, th- these aren't made up. Like these are massive no. chemicals. There's a lot of stuff in there in our environment. So I think it's, there's, it's, it may not be the, and in both articles, most of what I read, like there's not one answer. There's not one thing. It's just a combination of a lot of things. Um, right. I do think our society parts a little bit of it. I don't think it's the right. only thing because they do try to factor some of that in and, and it's still dropping. Like it's still, the average is still lower. So um, I think a lot of it is our, the chemicals and all the weird stuff too. So, well, you know what that means though, right? I mean, basically we're all just going to have to get on steroids now. Well, so, okay. And that's kind of how this started coming up is I had someone ask me and he was like, yeah, I went to, he asked me if I was on testosterone or got ever had my levels checked. And I was like, no, I haven't. And I was like, look at me. You think, you think I need my levels <laughs> checked? Yeah. Um, and then I was like, yeah, no, I want to go get my levels checked. So then. Yeah, me and, too. And he was talking about his just exhaustion, different things, right? It's not all about like, oh, well, I want to get muscular. So 
he, I was like, dude, the only problem I have is every time I hear anybody, I've never met someone who went to a low testosterone center. We have these low T centers all over the place around here. Huh. I'm sure you guys don't have those there because no, you require people. I've never even heard of one. No, of course. Not a surprise. So <laughs> when you, you guys are still working here. on that, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then when you have, um, when you go to these things, well, guess what they sell? It's freaking testosterone. So guess, I feel like everybody has low testosterone according to them. Well, this oh, dude, well, my, my friend, he went to one and, um, his is on the border, but it's high enough and they wouldn't give him testosterone. Oh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give no. him any. And I was like, dude, you're the first one I've ever heard. And he goes, yeah, you know what? They actually kind of talked about that a little bit. So when these testosterone centers and stuff kind of came about and they were legal, they was kind of like the wild west and they didn't really, they were just giving it to everybody. And now they're starting to figure out like, that's probably not a good idea. Right. So, not everybody needs testosterone. It, yeah. It kind of jacks people up, um, in a bad way. So like, that's when he, they, like they have now, and they've done a lot more studies on it and blah, blah, blah. So the, the science behind it's a little more legit than it was like, say 10, 15 years ago. But right. he is the one who said, he's like, dude, our grandfathers and our great grandfathers, they had way more testosterone than we did. Like, we're supposed to have w more testosterone. Like, our environment, all this bullshit. And I was like, that is the first. And then literally, like, three days later, I saw this article. And I was like, ah, I got to wow. read this article. I know. Well, that makes me want to think. I think we should, as as for the podcast, I think we should both get checked and go see what our testosterone levels are and report back and see exactly where we're sitting with our testosterone levels because one of the guys that he's a good he's a big power lifter over in casper that i used to lift with and he just had a competition and i was talking to him about getting back in the gym and blah blah and he said you should go get your testosterone levels checked because you're older right because i'm 38 he said go sure. get your testosterone levels checked and see Very where you're old. at Very yeah old. yeah like what are you 35 shut up dude just turned 35 yeah, well, you're 35. It doesn't matter. I could have just turned 38. I mean, but you but didn't. I didn't. That's not yeah. how timelines work. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I could have, but I was born in a different part of the year. <laughs> right, I could have, but I was born in June. So screw you. Yeah, you're almost 39. Ugh. No, I am not, dude. I'm six months away from that crap, man. I'm just halfway through 38. Rounds up, my so, friend. It does not. But yeah, I think we should. I think we should go get checked and see what our testosterone levels yeah. report back and see if we get put on testosterone, which amazingly would be awesome because then I just got back in the gym. I get to be on steroids. Let's go. I don't think um, Renee's going to let me take testosterone. She feels that I have enough, I guess. <laughs> um, or maybe I'm just, she likes me being so, feminine and crying a lot. <laughs> but honestly, so there it's, there are some real things that are connected to it, like depression. Uh, um, I was going to say, what are, what are some of the, what are the signs? Does it, does it list some of the signs of low testosterone? Um, so this article has a take the hormone test. Ooh. Loss of muscle. Right now, right? Um, we don't have that problem. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, do you work out or not? That's that's. So it did, and this same article did say that too. Is that they're one of the factors is they think that men are they're exercising a lot less, and mm -hmm. they don't work manual labor jobs as much anymore. So that's a huge that can kind of be a factor because you don't right, physically you, have to be strong to do your job. Right, and as you tear muscle and stuff like that, it creates free testosterone in your blood. Exactly. So lifting. 
is proven time and time again to be a very natural way to increase your testosterone. Um, right. And lifting heavy and all that jazz is really good for your testosterone levels. So loss of muscle Perfect. says never, sometimes frequently. Weight fluctuation, eh, sometimes, mm. not much. Lack of confidence. Unfortunately, mm. I do not have a lack of confidence. Probably need to work yeah. on that. Um, <laughs> there is a decreased sex drive. Um, which Don't have that. I do. I've had, I've noticed that like if I, but that's usually with stress. Um, and that's See, stress also is the opposite to me. That's like, that's if I'm stressed because that's not my how sex drive goes go. through the roof. That's what we just can also like jittery. Your mom's going to listen to this by the way. Oh, um, that's all right. <laughs> so then, but no, I agree. Well, mine's always been like super, super high stress. That's, but that re- lots and lots of stress releases cortisol and that, that de- can, mm-hmm. um, kind of kill your sex drive depression that's a big one less energy Mm. erectile dysfunction (laughs) oh god no no we're good no 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 don't go there oh god lack of focus fuck me come on everybody (laughs) everybody has lack lack of focus high blood pressure that's weird i thought high blood pressure high interesting I don't think I have high blood pressure. I don't have high blood pressure, but I don't either. That's weird. Joint pain. Good God. Yes. Yeah. We're screwed. Huh? That's all of them right now. Lack of focus though. I feel like what the hell do do you breathe oxygen? Probably need testosterone. (laughs) Well, Um, you're dying. You don't have any testosterone in your system. Are you tired at night? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. Do you urinate twice a day? Oh no, I do. (laughs) it's not cancer i'm gonna die oh god all right well i always find it hard like when you when you're looking at like a disease or something and like you look at the symptoms like like i'm screwed like fatigue is always the one at the top i'm always tired yeah i feel like i'm going to sleep all the time i mean Mm -hmm. i'm a dad with two younger children i don't oh that's another thing i heard too um that lowers testosterone is men having children. Be, if you have children in the home, it lowers your testosterone. Exactly. As I say, so being around your children sucks. I've been saying this for a long time now. <laughs> I feel like nobody believes me, but have children suck the soul right out of you. They do. And that yep. is now clinically proven because yep. men's souls are drenched in testosterone, testosterone and yep. they definitely suck the shit out of that. So it says, uh, who are fathers and spending more time with their children, which can kill you, apparently. Um, well, that's, I mean, look at, look at, uh, like, how our dads are raised. They're, half the time, their fathers weren't around, or they were working constantly. Yeah. Yeah, so And it says, now there's yeah. a push to be at that, that's not stay-at-home dad, but be more of a dad than our dads were, or their dads were to them. You know? That could be another, like you said, just, a thousand, a thousand pinpricks just lowering our testosterone. Yeah. Your analogies are on point tonight. I like them. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But, I've been trying to read a book every day of analogies. Oh, good. Is that what you do while yeah. you poop or? No, 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 oh. no. Pooping's Facebook, buddy. Gotcha. Totally understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is, I want to look up around something real quick and I can't talk and type at the same time or I'll type what I talk. Um <laughs> But yeah, I think that uh, that's a good point. So the the children thing, the job thing, I think is big. Uh, but you should be around your kids. There's a lot of there's a lot of good studies that show like the positive impact on your children. You're just 
you're just slowly killing yourself for them, which is exactly. fine. That's that's what real men do yeah. anyway. Um, that's right. But yeah, I, I think that you know we as a as a race as as a human race, I mean, hunting and gathering males are what got us to where we are now. You know, these big, strong, masculine men, like you said. You know, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men. Mm -hmm. And you look at, let's say, World War II, for instance, you know, and that could be some of that. That was a hard time. You had the Great Depression, and then you had World War II that hit. You had these really hard times that created these really strong men who did incredible things to create good times. Let's say, you know, the 50s and 60s and, you know, on and on. Are, Are we in that circular cycle where we're in... We had good times that created a lot of weak men, and now we're going. That pendulum's starting to swing back, where we're inflation's up. Things are, you know, things are looking bleak for us, and we're going to create hard times again. And and we're going to that testosterone swing may come back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, our kids are screwed, so they're going to have they're going to be strong men because exactly times are um, not getting times better are changing. Right times are changing. No. It's not getting better, and um, if you watch the news, it just makes you want to put a bullet in your head. Yeah, I don't watch the news. Um, I don't either. But oh, I I try to read some of the news. Some uh, I I like uh, I like the Daily Wire. Big fan of them. Right, they're, they're good. Go. I like them. Damn it! Trying to find <laughs> I love that you're reading. reading through the podcast. This is amazing. I know it's good content. Um, mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing more than you know. Hey, we're we're a put together show. We've got all our ducks in a row. I'm going to look something up on the internet while so, we're here. Well, because I'm, I'm trying read to it out loud. find it. Uh, so I was wondering if other like men, especially if they're like around the same age, being men being around like hanging out with the boys, if that raises your testosterone, like if men socialize with, with no women or children there, because I was really hoping that that was a thing. I would imagine it would because like when I, and it could be that I'm playing a very pretty violent sport is when I, when I play rugby, I feel great afterwards, man. Even though that I got the crap beat out of me for 80 minutes and I've probably got some broken bones somewhere in my body. Mm -hmm. I feel amazing. So it, okay. So this study shows believing you're a winner gives men a testosterone boost. So it says a new study shows that men only, uh, only have to believe they've bested another man in competition to get raised testosterone levels and an inflated sense of their own value as a sexual prospect. Scientists found that the hormonal and psychological shift made men more inclined to approach new potential partners. Um, Which I guess that makes Hmm. sense. Like you just kind of feel good about yourself, but but it does say like going like competing against other men to which, I mean, I've talked to guys who do like, like I've started, I've just started dabbling in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and like. Oh, I, was, I was really hoping you were going to say CrossFit. Some, hell no. God, that's <laughs> the problem. That sucks your testosterone out for sure. Um, that's the only kind of lifting that actually increases estrogen. Um, <laughs> but we, like, I think that is something that sounds about right. Maybe because I, I, I do think that men are spending, don't have friends. Like they don't. They don't have as many friends as they used to because they'll get out and do as much like man stuff. It's all our whole society is wrapped around our children, like making sure they go to like their 15 different sports. You guys don't have right. 15 sports up there, but here in Texas we do. 
Um, <laughs> so they have a lot more options. Live in a different planet. Yeah. Kids, do you guys want to play horseshoes or do you want to play football? Because <laughs> that's about all we got. I don't. <laughs> the state oh, doesn't play baseball it. anymore and we, we're not allowed to oh, play basketball. We can only play baseball in the spring, in the summer, because like most like fall fall sports are like football and that's it. Yeah, because it's cold as shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't know. It's very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Now I'm gonna go and read why my grip strength is gonna tell me how old or young I die. Um, it does. It it really does have a an impact on you. And I did a grip strength test. Oh God, when when did I do that? It was when I had my heart surgery, they made me do a grip strength test, and I had one of those strongest strongest grips they had seen in quite a while at the oh, at Wilford course. Hall. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, and that's I am what related they told to you, you. Stephen. <laughs> Just like they told me I was one of the highest scores they had on the ASVAP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they told you that to make you feel good so your testosterone To raise your rise. testosterone. Yes, to help yes. you with your high blood pressure because if you're low testosterone then you have high blood pressure apparently but i don't have high blood pressure i'm good man but they were making sure because you're about to have a heart surgery that's true that's true right you've been living a lot brian it was a fantastic talking with you fascinating yes i agree everyone needs to be a little bit nicer a little more kind um yep, absolutely just just go in kind of put yourself in their shoes and just remember you know, they're doing, you know, unless they're obviously not trying to do their best, but I yeah, that's they the suck. If they with. truly suck, then they, tr- I mean, come on, there's no way around that. Yeah. But mom, if you're listening to this, keep it, you're welcome. You're welcome. But also, mom, don't yell at your waitress because you would have done it better. That's all I'm going to say. Mm, yeah, there is that. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm the same, kind of the same way, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm usually, pretty good but i'm also kind of picky because i have waited tables for a long time and it gets frustrating when i can see that i'm your only table in your whole section and you still suck agreed that yeah agreed all right so good uh and uh make sure my message to everyone is just make sure you go out there and eat some raw red meat uh compete Get against another male and then go lift some really heavy weight yeah something. pick up some up. really heavy stuff and then just put it right back down and then pick it up again and then put it back put down it right again back yep exactly all right, cool. Have a good week, buddy. I'll uh, uh, talk to you next time. All right, thanks, guys. All right, end it, drop it, send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.